Welcome to the Masonic Resurgence Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Koltko Rivera, and I'm here to talk about how to bring about the Masonic Resurgence. Today's episode, number four, will reveal to you the five real causes of the Masonic membership crisis. Yes, I know what you've been told. People have tried to sell the idea that the reason Masonic membership has been declining for many years has been because, after the Second World War, a great mass of veterans joined Freemasonry, and now we're seeing the passing of the World War II generation. In addition, we lost the 60s generation because they rejected anything establishment, and so now we're in trouble. My reaction? The standard story is nothing but bosh. I will devote an entire future episode or two to explaining precisely why that is so. For now, I'll just point out two things. First, the Masonic decline began 20 years before the World War II generation began passing in great numbers, and it has continued now for nearly 20 years after most of the World War II generation has passed. Second, the Masonic decline began 10 years before the 60s really kicked in, and it has continued in full force for over a quarter of a century since the 60s became a memory. More to come on that in future episodes, but let us lay the standard story to rest. Let's talk about reality instead. At the very top level, the Masonic membership decline is the result of two things. One, a large number of brothers leave the fraternity through either formal demits or through simply not paying their dues anymore, which I consider an informal demit. Two, the number of people petitioning for entry to the fraternity has fallen through the floor over the past several decades. Sure, we can all point to this or that lodge that is experiencing a boom in membership, but that's not the case for the fraternity as a whole, not by a great long shot. So, why are these two things happening? Why are people leaving the fraternity in such great numbers? Why are so few people petitioning for entry? Answer those questions, my brothers, and you will know the real causes of the Masonic membership crisis. I've done research on this subject. I've conducted online surveys. I've looked over population demographics. I've looked at Masons' comments in online forums. I've talked to Masons in different parts of the country about this, and I've reanalyzed some published research on Masonic membership. This is what I have found. There are five basic causes for the Masonic membership crisis. We can take effective steps against every single one of them. This podcast is devoted to taking effective steps against them. We'll go over the five real causes for the Masonic membership crisis in just a moment, but before I do that, I'd like to share a word from our sponsor. This episode is sponsored by my book, The Resurgence of Freemasonry, Why Masonry Must Not Just Survive But Thrive, and How Masons and Their Lodges Can Make That Happen. 
In this book, I describe the Freemasonry that we could build, why Masonry could resurge, why Freemasonry is in a membership crisis, and especially what we can do to turn this situation around and make Freemasonry the best and strongest fraternity it has ever been. The Resurgence of Freemasonry by Mark Coltco Rivera, available right now on Amazon in paperback and Kindle. See the link in the description. Back to the subject of our episode, an overview of the five real causes of the Masonic membership crisis. Problem number one. In many lodges, Freemasonry fails to deliver on what it promises. Think about it. We initiate men into Freemasonry with three ceremonies of high drama. The typical candidate has never been through anything like this in his entire life. We present him with a treasure chest full of symbolism. We bestow a truckload of philosophical principles and ideals upon him. Implicit in all of this is the promise that we're going to teach him how to be a better man and how to better approach life and the mystery of it all. And then we deliver business meetings with all the spiritual and mystical content of a phone bill. Is it any wonder that men drop out of Freemasonry? Is it any great surprise that the typical lodge does not see in attendance, I would guess, even half of the candidates that they initiated, passed, and raised three years ago? There are some shining exceptions, but that seems to be the rule. Go through your lodge's minutes, brethren. See whom you initiated three years ago and ask yourself who among them is still attending lodge today. Problem number two. Masonic education in the typical lodge is worse than an excuse for education. It's even bad as infotainment. Lesson topics are picked willy-nilly from some kind of grab bag of Masonic ideas. Often enough, what is presented is something about Masonic baseball players or some such nonsense. There's no real objective to the lesson that involves actually developing the lives of the brothers in attendance. And often enough, that lesson is presented poorly as a brother reads head down from some papers in his hand or commits murder by PowerPoint. Why would anyone stick around a fraternity that fed them this drivel? My brothers, today's man is hungry for spiritual and moral nourishment. Masonic initiation parades an array of principles and symbols before them, but these are barely touched upon in many lodges when they even bother to hold Masonic education at all. Is it a shock that many brethren leave our lodges never to return? Problem number three. Very few men in the general public have an accurate idea about what Freemasonry is and what it stands for. For the most part, men either do not know 
that Freemasonry still exists, or they think that you have to be invited, or it's only for old men, or it's only some kind of antiquarian society with no relevance to life in the 21st century. A very wise Mason once asked, who would join a fraternity that he knows nothing about? I would only add to this, who would join a fraternity that he doesn't know even exists? Is it any wonder that our initiations are down? Problem number four. Some of our candidates simply are not interested in what Freemasonry is really about. They may think that the fraternity is simply a way to get ahead in business. Men in this category simply feed the river of demits and NPDs farther down the line. And problem number five, anti-Masonry. I've already said that very few men in the general public know what Freemasonry is and what it stands for. That's a matter of ignorance. But as the man said, it ain't what you don't know that gets you into trouble. It's what you know for sure that just ain't so. So let's not talk about just ignorance, but disinformation. A lot of men who think they know something about Freemasonry believe that it's some kind of conspiracy against the world. At the extremes, and there are millions of men who believe this, men think that Masons are devil-worshipping frontmen for the Illuminati, serving the shape-shifting reptilian overlords that have come to take over humanity. I'm not kidding, and I'm not making this up. You can't make stuff like this up. Go on YouTube, use the search term Freemasonry, and half of what comes up will be an ocean of anti-Masonic trash. This problem is a misery in two ways. First, when this generation of men is trying to find out about something, they look it up on the Internet, including on YouTube. When they find all the anti-Masonic lies out there, these men, interested in Freemasonry, do not know that what they are seeing are lies. Often enough, they decide not to get involved with Masonry. That keeps the number of petitions down. Second, when people find out that a good man is a new Mason, if they have seen all this anti-Masonry online, they, and I mean people like this new brother's family or clergy members, they will pressure this good man to leave the fraternity. That leads to more demits and NPDs. So those are the five basic causes for the Masonic membership crisis. In future episodes, I'll go into more detail on each of these causes and explain how to face them head on and take effective action to counter each one of them. To do that, we first must have a clear idea of what Freemasonry itself is really all about. You might think I'm preaching to the choir here. I can imagine you thinking, we're Freemasons, man. Don't you think we know? Actually, when I speak at different lodges, I often encounter a certain amount of unclarity about what Masonry is about. So in my next episode, I'll try to make things very clear. My next episode is titled The Mission of Masonry. Be sure to tune in. 
Perhaps you have questions or comments about this episode. Maybe you have topics you want me to talk about. Maybe you just hate what I say. I'd love to hear it all. Send an email to masonicresurgence at yahoo.com. I look forward to seeing what you have to tell me. If you like this kind of content, do subscribe, like, and share. Thanks for tuning in. You can check out some other things I'm doing for the fraternity on my website, www.lodgeconsulting.com. I release new episodes weekly on Mondays. That's right, I'm changing the release schedule to Mondays, just in time for you to start your work week. My episodes usually run about 16 minutes, so you can listen on the road, on the treadmill, or during lunch without really cutting into your day. My podcast has been submitted to iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher, and will be available on Alexa devices through either the AnyPod or TuneIn apps. That wraps it up for this episode of the Masonic Resurgence Podcast. Travel well, my brothers. Remember, together we can do this.